I'm Olivia. And I'm Ellie. And you're listening to For the Modern Lovers. A podcast for couples and suppliers. And we're back today with episode three. It only feels like yesterday that we were recording the previous episode. Today we have another guest on. We're super excited. We have Millie, the owner of White Closet, which is a bridal boutique in Manchester. We're always looking on the Instagram and the dresses are insane. So we can't wait to get to know her and find a little bit more about the store. It's so lovely to have you on today, Millie. Why don't you introduce yourself? Uh, So I am Millie from The White Closet in Manchester. We are a bridal boutique based up north doing kind of fashion forward luxury bridal. So how did um, White Closet begin? Um, So the White Closet brand uh, was founded 11 years ago and it was founded for a gap in the market really for for a fashion forward bridal company that wasn't super traditional and didn't feel stuffy or uncomfortable for brides. Like it's it's here to be a very relaxed environment that kind of nurtures brides to wear exactly what they want and not necessarily what is traditionally expected of, of bridal wear. So that's kind of where it's come about. Um, but it's, yeah, it's just continually here to, to evolve, to, to, to make sure it, it meets the fashion forward bridal market and I think even though we're 11 years young I'm gonna say 11 years young it's still I think is at the forefront of kind of the national fashion bridal fashion. When I saw your like Instagram page and your shop I was like that's just so different to a lot of the stuff that's out there. I know me and Ellie were saying that when we started dress shopping because we're both married um we 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 both were like really didn't want to go dress shopping because we just thought of the traditional shop that wasn't our style I thought I'd just order online but um I ended up going into a dress shop so we were actually wondering like how does it work with your brides like what's the process when someone comes into the shop like how do you help them choose the right dress and that experience because I know for us it was very overwhelming and we didn't want to go into a shop at first yeah and I think that's a really common thing which is I mean there's some girls that have dreamt about being brides since they were seven and they always think about this amazing kind of experience of looking for a dress but that isn't everyone and so I do think that it's it's about making sure that every bride knows who sometimes is even behind the shop but also that we are all just kind of like normal girls who just love bridal and, and love chatting with people and, and hearing about their story. So I think it's making sure that everything you outwardly put out there comes from like a warm place so that people don't feel scared to, to come to the shop or feel like it's not attainable. Or I think it's, it's luxury, but I think we're attainable luxury. Um, so it's making sure that everyone does feel really comfortable um so I I know that is a common thing for brides is to feel a bit a bit scared of that initial appointment but it's just about doing your research a lot of the times and and making sure that that those shops you're going to go to stock the designers you're liking or even the look you're liking because there are still shops that you know do really beautiful traditional stuff as well as kind of more more fashion forward stuff and you want to make sure that you aren't going somewhere where you're going to have an you know a slightly less comfortable experience simply because you aren't loving anything and a lot of that comes from a little bit of research at the start and from looking online checking people's interest uh, pinterest and, and instagram and making sure that they represent 
your style really because everything that bridal shops put out there is put out there so that you know what we do um, and so you know before you even stepped in the door what kind of brands we stock and you know the industry is known we're all known for working so hard on uh, the visual aspects of our businesses so making sure that brides have done that research is is obviously a part and also the other part to play from business side is to make sure that what you are putting out there represents you as a business so that you are getting the right clientele through the door because that is rule number one I think with bride shopping is is making sure that you go into places where you aren't going to feel either overwhelmed by a load of traditional dresses that aren't you or completely out of place with something super fashion forward when you wanted something classic so it's just finding that area that fits you and there will be multiple shops that do it but a little bit of legwork I think goes a long way before you even step through these bridal stores a lot of the time you want to make sure you are narrowing it down to your niche which I think is different for everyone um, and that's what we're all here to kind of help you along the way of when you're in store that's a personal process for everyone when they they come into us like styling appointments that kind of thing that is we do that in store and, and narrow things down but you will have an, a sense of your personal style before you try on wedding dresses I know some people feel totally blindsided by the amount you can see online and that they can't figure out what their style will be as a bride and that is totally okay too but you probably will have more of an idea than you think because we've all been dressing ourselves for a, you know, a big proportion of our lives and know what suits us um, and so that will come through in in your bridal style more than often than, than most brides think. Yeah I think that's a really valuable piece of advice because we also wanted to ask you what advice you had for people who are nervous and I think that you've hit the nail on the head there that Mike I didn't have or take that advice when I was getting my dress and that's why I don't think I had the most enjoyable experience that I could because mm. I thought this shop's close to me I'll go in here yeah didn't do any research um didn't know if they had any kind of social media that I could have checked out beforehand then felt slightly uncomfortable that I didn't like anything and mm -hmm. I think the only thing I took from it is that I was I was firm in knowing what I didn't want after that but yeah. I think you your um Instagram account and website and things have done a really good job of showcasing what you have because yeah. people be able to literally just scroll down it and think this is so me like this is my vibe and you like you girls put your face on your Instagrams a lot so like it feels more homely and you just think you know you're going out and trying some dresses on and having a bit of fun rather I was than so, I was honestly so scared of doing that for a while though like putting yeah. us kind of forward facing I do think it's something you have to get really used to and that I mean it's not not every store does it either and I'm not saying it's absolutely the way forward is is to be kind of more present on your Instagram or to do fun videos or to make it a bit more casual some people love to be you know a little bit more behind the scenes and keep it super like a fashion bible and I, I totally get that side too but I think it just depends as I say we aim for that kind of attainability in a lot of senses and we're always here to cater for loads of different brides with loads of different budgets and I think that means that we do have to be a little bit softer um kind of even in a fashion sense or whatever outwardly facing so having those videos we've, as I say, we've been super like picked up by loads of brides and we found it's been really beneficial for us for, for marketing purposes as well to be able to people to walk in and be like oh it's Millie or it's Molly it's Lucy they've yeah. seen us all before they know kind of 
who we are within reason so I think that that is really nice but it's not everyone's bag like I've seen you know amazing bridal shops all over the world who take totally different routes to how they reach their brides um so there's no one rule for every business is there like we all know that like it is not you know an absolute this is what you should do and you'll get this like you'll get there it's not always going to be that case but I think I do think that for us it really works to be able to reach out to our brides via Instagram yeah and and like me both me and Olivia follow so many accounts from every single part of the industry especially like we have a dress obsession but I know like (laughs) when you see a logo sometimes it's it's a logo whereas when I see your logo I see your face and your girl's face that you work with Mm. because you know unintentionally I just see your reels and things like that and I think Mm. it helps it become more personal but like you said it doesn't work for everyone different different things work for different people but yeah Yeah. I definitely we we are obsessed with your reels aren't we Olivia oh my god we we were gonna (laughs) ask you about reels actually because we were saying (sighs) that you're like the real queen like it oh my god I wish no I'm absolutely not I'm absolutely not reels are we love them we absolutely love them they take they take a long time to film but they are really really fun like we do have loads of fun doing them um but they are a lengthy process and it takes a lot of planning like the hardest part of a reel and it sounds ridiculous because there are what 15 to 30 seconds um the hardest part of it is music knowing what you're even doing on the screen like how your transitions work and how you're gonna jump into the next dress all these things have actually got to really planned like it is like a mini movie like you've got to plan the scenes like it's literally planning scenes so yeah that that initial part before we even started filming anything I think is the longest bit like I can easily find myself like finishing my emails and then sitting there for like two hours being like right okay so what what real music are we going to use today or what are we going to film doing and it it can be quite lengthy which is why sometimes we don't do as many as we'd love to do because we haven't always got the time but we love doing them they're amazing and they 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 work so well for Instagram I think Instagram's definitely got it it won't be long before and I totally think watch the space before Instagram's you know paid promotions of reels and stuff at the moment there's no insights on reels so you can't see like how many people are clicking on it or how many people see it you can just see how many people view it but there's no real in-depth kind of like insights like you get like with your photos yeah. and your stories and I think that's because right now it's a they're allowing people like old Instagram where you used to be able to really get yourself out there just by posting at the right time or whatever mm-hmm. because it was all in chronological order now it's all algorithms you might not get, get seen if you don't follow the kind of rules of Instagram the right way the reels seems like a real anomaly at the moment in that Instagram is letting these reels of smaller accounts be viewed to the same proportion as as accounts with millions of followers Mm -hmm. like one of our reels got like a million views and I see people with like a million followers who haven't got a million views on any of their reels and they're at like 400,000 and so it's just it seems to be if it gets picked up Instagram will let it go right now but I'm sure it's only a matter of time before we're paying if we want to see, you know, reels to be yeah. extended as watch far as space. literally watch. <laughs> I guarantee it. Instagram loves nothing more than to make us all pay to be seen. So <laughs> yeah, it will happen. It will happen. But right now I'm milking it. <laughs> I'm going to be yeah. the reels. <laughs> I'm going to be seen by as many people as I can. 
<laughs> but I think that you like saying all of that planning and things like that that's so clear mm. and and even though it it's not it's not a fluke that you've gone viral basically like the videos are just like top quality in my opinion I think they're yeah. so good my favorite one is the one with your mum she looks <gasps> amazing so is it your mum it is my mum it yeah, is no, she's she looks so, so similar I love it's that so one. hard because there's only limited amount of, of body shapes in store and, yeah. and, and us I, I can't very well ask you know a bride that comes in who looks utterly gorgeous in our dress if she's of you know a different size to all of us or whatever that can you just can I film a reel on you so it's really yeah. hard to not film it on someone that you know we, we all <laughs> unintentionally are I mean we're different very different heights like I'm significantly taller than Lucy or Molly or, or whatever but we've got similar shapes um so it's hard to be like oh and here's you know someone who's not our age or you know who's a different size obviously my mum bless her I said mum I, I just love to film somewhat you know reels on on someone that isn't just like all looks like us or whatever because that's a little bit of feedback we do get is we want to make sure obviously what we put out there is, is super inclusive mm. but it's not always easy to do that um just yeah, because of, of who works in store and you know viability of being able to run downstairs and film a reel on us is super easy but then to get a model in to film a reel on her so that it's, it's kind of inclusive isn't always as easy timing wise so it was great to be able to ask my mom and be like mom could you just come to store um and just throw some dresses on you and bless her she was she was so good but I think she was she was quite shocked about how long it took yeah <laughs> she's just seen these videos of me jumping out of dresses and probably thought I literally jumped in and out of them <laughs> <laughs> and not that it took about 15 takes to yeah. make sure you're in exactly the same space yeah. or whatever so yeah it was it was really cute I, I love filming that and we do want to keep trying to film with different people and you know get models in or whatever but also you know covid has meant that we've not had the ability to get loads of people under one roof apart from the people that work here so it's definitely been something we're going to expand on and keep working on um but yeah it, it was great to film with her it was very funny yeah well you set the bar high now so <laughs> oh, everyone's going to no, be checking out your reels <laughs> <laughs> I know I just got a new phone I literally just got a new phone I'm like telling you I'm so excited just got a new phone that isn't a cracked so all those reels I've been filming have been on a phone with like a cracked camera so the camera quality is actually terrible like you're all going to go back and check now but they are the worst camera quality ever so I'm so happy to have a phone that's going to have decent camera quality <laughs> but like we're going to go like movie standard now <laughs> 4k hd <laughs> literally I'm going to be like hd videos not too hd though so you can like see all the wrinkles on my face oh, besides no. that <laughs> on the topic of content creation I actually got to work with some of your dresses well supplied by your dresses but the designers were amazing it was half penny london and alina lena if i'm saying that correctly <laughs> yeah absolutely stunning so we can see yeah. like from your instagram you supply some amazing designers um yeah let us know more about that it's yeah so it's it's really it's really hard to pick designers um because there's loads of dresses out there that we love and there's loads of dresses that we'll all see or that one dress that will go viral and I'll see it a million times and absolutely fall in love with it but you've got to love a brand you've got to love everything they're putting out full collections and um what they represent as well so I we do very kind of painstakingly pick our designers and it's something that 
generally you know when designers come into stores well we we don't like pick them and drop them like we we like to keep them in and invest in them well because I do think it's really important to have someone in store not only that you represent well and so that you do have like a significant number of their collection or as much as you can kind of keep building up initially and but also just that it all fits with what you do so Halfpenny is a great example she's got um, just a really great backstory to every design like every design has a reason like when you hear Kate talk about how she designed stuff and how she um kind of comes up with collections even the names of the dresses like it's all so thought through and so like organic and beautiful and that's really what we want to represent with our designers that they are creating this kind of like they're sustainable creators that they all have really nice stories they are all designed by designers and you know they're all made beautiful in beautiful ateliers all handmade all these things are super important for us when we come to pick designers so for that reason we don't have every designer that's available to us nearby so a lot of our designers are international because we've we've gone to find them and we've looked really hard I think obviously social media is amazing for new and upcoming designers so that they can be visible to everyone internationally and, and can grow their business that way and um, we've we've gone to so we go to different bridal markets around the world um, London is obviously one we go to for kind of like Halfpenny and Charlie Breer and also just any new designers that, that show in London we also do Barcelona with Jesus Piero and they've got a, they have a huge at, at the Fira it's called in, in Barcelona a huge kind of expi- exhibition of, of bridal designers from all over the world and that's pretty amazing too and then um, one of the phases in New York as well, we do New York Bridal Week, um, which is a really good way to see people from, from the US. Also, it's a really prestigious bridal week, so you will attract designers from all over the world to there and not necessarily ones that are available in the UK. Because the London Bridal Week is fab, but it's also, it does mean that you aren't going to get stuff into the UK that possibly isn't already here or, you know, people that are slightly more obscure to the UK market which I think is something that at the moment we really love to do and we've got some great kind of core British designers here and I think it's nice to bring in representation internationally as well so we've we've kind of been pulling from from like the US and we've got like Anna Cara from Poland so there's there's just like loads of different places that that produce these beautiful dresses Um, and I think sometimes it's all in the more like not, not traditional con- countries I, I also think Australia as well is doing amazing at the moment to so seeing yeah. the things that they're putting out and um, their designers are incredible so we're definitely always always on the radar for new designers and keeping our eye out on making sure like like with what we do here with with the brand of the white closet is making sure that we do have our finger with the pulse on things that are, are coming up in the future and things that are getting bigger um but also making sure it's not a moment I think that's a thing as well and making sure that it isn't you know a moment of one dress like say that's gone viral and you know is, is amazing I think it's nice to feel that a brand has longevity that you are dealing with an amazing designer who's just got this completely beautiful aesthetic that works totally with what you want to do and then you know that if that all fits then every collection they bring out you will love so you don't feel like the next year you're like I can't invest in this because it wasn't the first year and the first year was the only collection I've ever liked so I think that's one thing that I've seen when you pick well every year you love the new stuff almost more than the last and I think that's a good designer pick and that's how to get great designers on all under one roof is just picking a designer that fits with what you do um, and then you'll always love what they do. I think that's really interesting and as well as you having confidence in the designer 
as Mm. a bride and somebody coming to you hoping to find a dress from you that gives them the confidence to think Mm. I you know I can look at this complete designer or if they're like invested in your brand and your vibe because it's got to fit that as well then as a bride they can come in and have confidence that this has been like not just yeah I like that one I fancy that one and maybe a bit Mm -hmm. of that one it's like no this is a whole like process yeah no definitely I think I think brides value obviously brides value that that you it's not you know we just pick whatever makes a bit of money like it's it's about what we love we I totally love every dressing store like I'm not there's nothing I'm like oh I feel like I've had to buy that for that bride like all that you know that specific style because we haven't got a long lacy like that's not how we buy here we buy here because we love the dresses um and that we feel they represent or you you can kind of visualize how they're going to work in a certain setting or with you know whatever I think it's we do buy and and on passion a lot of the time which means I do buy more than I possibly should sometimes <laughs> we've got total rails at the moment <laughs> because I'm like oh I love it I just love it I can't not have it because I think that is how how it should work like you will see the passion in businesses if the passion is there and I think that is valued by customers and by brides whatever whoever it is I think if you've got a passion for whatever you do it's so visible externally and, and to whoever you're trying to reach. So that is something, I mean, obviously I've got a massive passion for fashion and bridal and so the girls that work here, which is amazing. And I'm so lucky to have those guys also partnering in, in what we all do here. So we're all got the same focus. Um, but yeah, it's definitely visible to, to people externally if you do love, love what you do. I definitely agree with that. Um, I think a couple of comments from this podcast actually is people said that they can tell me and Ellie are super passionate about the wedding industry because it's not just mm. photography and and floristry yeah. that we're obsessed with we're obsessed with like all aspects of the industry yeah. um, and I think it comes across and then when people are like looking to book you they can tell that this is something that you really really love and I yeah, think definitely. that would add to the experience of d- dress shopping I know for me, one thing I was really nervous about was um, the actual people in the shop. I don't know why. I just, I think it was a bit of a preconceived. Um, We've all seen the scene from Bridesmaids where she turns up at the yeah. wedding dress shop and she's like, oh, Helen. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's seen it and everyone perceives that bridal shop owners, I mean, I know that's only been around like five minutes yeah. in the whole history of bridal, but I do think it represents exactly what people think is mm. that we're all there like, our nails like oh no I'm not sure but we are all so down to it I've met so many people in the bridal industry so many people that own amazing shops around the country and around the world and we are all just really normal passionate people mm. like we just love what we do I think you have to love what you do here like I I work every weekend like you guys do like when we're, we're full-fledged bridal like you just you work all the time yeah. like this is my whole life um you do have to love it so I do, yeah, I think it's just, it's really important to obviously have a passion for it. But I do think that if you are, if you, if you love it, you're just a really down to earth person. I think that's what I'm trying to say is that the, everyone I've spoken to in the industry, all the owners, like we all are, we all get along, like we're all friends and stuff. And it's, it's a nice industry to be in because everyone just has their own passions, their own kind of niche, their own place. And, and, and they're all just really welcoming. So I think that, 
perception of people that work in bridal shops is totally a common thing and I yeah I think it's totally the opposite and girls that have been to shops will realize that yeah um but yeah I've not come across I've not come across any scary bridal shop owners yet they've all been lovely <laughs> and I'm including myself obviously yes <laughs> thank you for busting that myth yeah, yeah. I think yeah we're like... not all that oh Helen girls like we're yeah. all really we're really chilled out people <laughs> I think it's fear of the unknown as well you're obviously yeah. like meant to feel so beautiful there's I think there's a there's a pressure on I say the dress but it could be it doesn't have to be a dress you've got some gorgeous two pieces Um, there's a lot of pressure on it so it's it's quite Mm. an overwhelming experience but obviously it's supposed to be enjoyable like if if not one of the most enjoyable parts of a wedding so like how does it work with you what do you do when someone comes in how can they have like you've got to like balance what they I think it's also making sure that everyone realizes that everybody is so different and so unique and therefore the pressure of looking a certain way or feeling like you have to do a certain thing I think it's it is trying to get across to brides and we we continually try that in store to keep promoting that you've just got to be your own self so worrying about looking the best ever Instagram model person you've seen that's probably been airbrushed about 10,000 times <laughs> isn't realistic like you've got to be totally you so I think that's definitely something we want to champion here is is trying to bust that whole panic like the worry because I've seen it I've seen I've seen the bridal breakdowns firsthand like I've seen the stress just bubble up and it can really get there and I think every every person in the bridal industry is trying to put it out at the moment that I mean especially with what we've everyone's been through both couples and suppliers it's just making sure that you enjoy the process because otherwise what's it for you know what I mean like you are getting married you are in love you've met the person that's perfect for you um, and I think that's the big and most important thing and feeling killer in a dress and feeling amazing and getting dressed up and looking back on those pictures going god look how epic I look like that is also super important not the be all and end all obviously it's important and I think that doesn't mean looking a certain way it just means feeling your best and if our dresses do that then that is something we really want to achieve like we want to help you feel your best 100% but I also think it's about being reasonable with yourself and reasonable with your expectations and you're never just going to change yourself and you shouldn't like you shouldn't go on some crazy diet you shouldn't change your hair color cut it long or grow it you know cut it short sorry or grow it long or whatever you want to make sure it's totally you and just just the best kind of most confident version of yourself and that doesn't necessarily come from feeling your skinniest so I think that is something that the pressure needs to be kind of put on hold a second and I do think that if anything else can be taken from this experience I think the having to roll with the punches a bit for unfortunately for, for all of these brides I think will also be a bit of a realization that it, it is a marriage and it is a commitment between two people and they they love their dress and everything's going well and then suddenly this has changed and they've just postponed it and I I can't tell you the amount of brides I've, I've spoken to that have just been I mean everyone's obviously in the same boat so it, it's easier to feel a bit more comfortable with it and a bit more like right okay this has happened pick ourselves up it's 20 late 21 it's 
it's, it's summer 21 now it was it was 20 all these things that that is helping I think brides feel less pressure and also not do things they don't want to do if you don't want to invite your auntie twice removed because she isn't someone you'd spend 100 quid on a dinner on then don't invite her and I think that is something that we all had a bit of excuse to be like you know what it doesn't work for me now and I'm going to do exactly what I want so I think that pressure is totally entwined with expectation yeah and sometimes family members friends cannot even intend to do it and I've only ever seen guests in, in store with brides that have come from a, a great place but you don't always realize that you can put pressure on people and you can make people feel more stressed like if you're postponing your wedding day and you get a million questions a day being like so is it happening this year is it happening next year and you don't quite know right now because not everybody does then I think that is helping build pressure and I think the ability for a lot of brides as we get more confident in just being exactly what we want to be I think that's subsiding slightly and I'm hoping that the pressure minimizes because it is not it's not healthy for brides to feel the pressure it's they shouldn't have to they should enjoy the process you only get to do it once fingers crossed so you you want to enjoy the process um and I think that's really important so I think trying to trying to convey that to brides is is a really important part of our job and to keep people relaxed and to keep people and excited and enjoying the process and not stressed or feeling like you know, they need to be somewhere or do something to feel great because that is never the case. It's more a case of just getting kind of comfortable with yourself and, and what you want and then going for that. I think that's the most important thing versus like, what should I be doing? Yeah, yeah. We we talked a bit um, on our last episode about um, Instagram perfect wedding, actually. We talked about yeah. that. And I do think like what you're saying that hopefully from this year and last year um there'll be some things that we might take away like you were saying the pressure some of the traditions just because we realize how important it is just to be able to have your family and your loved one and get married because that was taken away so I think I think yeah I really hope some of these things stick like and people feel a lot more relaxed because yeah it is it is stressful I think yeah um getting your outfit and is one of the most stressful things because you do feel that pressure Um, yeah yeah no definitely I think you you want to feel like really comfortable in it you want to feel great in it but I do think I mean the pressure is overwhelming for a lot of brides like having this perfect moment this amazing owl walk where you please everyone from your 90 year old grandma to your cool best friend who's a buyer in London like you're never going to please all those people you're never going to make them all love your dress so why try just love your dress yourself love exactly what you wear look in the mirror and go you know what this flatters me perfectly I feel like myself or you know this feels really cool that is is what's important but I think when you start worrying about other people's opinions like I've just mentioned you know two completely different personalities that will be studying your wedding like your cool friends and your grandma and your aunt who you probably wouldn't borrow her shoes ever so if that's the case she's probably not going to be wearing your dress either you know you've got to think about that like no one's going to have the same style as you which is what is makes all of our styles unique so Mm. trying to 
take the pressure out of it and think what do I love is I is always a really important part of of the process but it is so much easier said than done I totally get that I mean I feel it I totally feel it (laughs) I absolutely love that phrase you said earlier it not to be obsessed with looking a certain way but feeling Mm -hmm. a certain way so Mm -hmm. I have to look like this I have to be this shape whatever no it's it's like how you feel and what you feel good in yeah that you can just apply to like every aspect of planning a wedding and as you say easier said than done but if you try to work that in you're gonna have a much more enjoyable time we all want we all want to have fun not be stressed oh my god yeah no it's it's it is definitely important to just feel like the process is complementing your life at that point and not like it's a burden because that is just not fun either is it I mean god no one wants to feel like your wedding planning work like it shouldn't be like that um so I think yeah it's really important to take the pressure out of it and just enjoy it we have a late congratulations to give you because you are engaged yourself I am I am yeah I I always forget because I'm like trying to deal with like 300 brides like how am I going to organize their lives but yeah no I I, I'm very excited I get to be part of the club which is it's felt like it's I've already been I've already been like a bride maybe a hundred times on Instagram which is great yeah and um yeah I am excited to, to do the process myself for real like I I think because of what I know I am really laid back almost a bit different than than my fiance I think he would would rather the, the bigger kind of extravagant wedding whereas I'm a bit like oh no I just want the I want the romance of it I want the the ceremony and the party and have fun with friends but I'm not like overly worried about any of the traditions or anything like that and um, it's just a couple of things like I like local churches that kind of thing that I'm, I'm just sticking with but it is it is hard like it's definitely um it's interesting to plan at the moment obviously I can't like see anything or go anywhere so I I think my only benefit is that I've done a lot of the the venue viewing from my job (laughs) by accident because I've been to all the wedding fairs and 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 obviously looked at a lot of venues um kind of as part of photo shoots and all that and dealt with loads of amazing suppliers and stuff so that's definitely helped um the process but it's it's all it's all a bit of a learning curve for me like I I don't plan weddings in store I deal with the dress so the wedding bit is new (laughs) Um, but I'm excited about it definitely I was gonna ask you how it's kind of been planning the wedding in the the pandemic I know you kind of touched on it um yeah I I can't even imagine planning a wedding in this situation just like you said like not even being able to see venues or like for people no it it is it's definitely a lot harder because you don't you don't have the ability to go and see anything so it's a lot of instagramming and a lot of uh website trolling Mm -hmm. but I do think like everything doing the legwork is going to help because I won't be going around loads and loads of different places confusing myself or getting confused I'm pretty I mean obviously I, I probably know most of the venues um already which does help help kind of narrow stuff down um but it's it's not easy I mean I've unfortunately been involved in lots of incredibly beautiful shoots (laughs) that probably if they were to be a wedding would be very expensive (laughs) so like thinking about that like going from these incredible floral masterpieces I've seen and then like 
can I have that for my wedding <laughs> like yeah. I don't know it's all hard like we're all just I mean I'm just all just normal people trying to plan plan my own wedding which is certainly I, I think everyone thinks I've got a little bit of an inside track because because of what I do and obviously the from a pandemic sense I think that has helped me because I do have more knowledge of, of stuff because I've probably been there or I've, I've seen this or whatever but I do think it's it's still like complete like minefield for me as well like there's loads of things I didn't think about like loads of stuff I didn't know and as I say I'm not a wedding planner and they all do an amazing job I um I'm just the person that deals with the dress so I need to figure out how to be the planner as well which I don't know whether I'm going to work very well at that that side of things but we'll see it's early stages at the moment um I just want to get all of our brides kind of back to normality within a sense um but yeah once I've once I've achieved that then I'll I'll concentrate on being the bride myself <laughs> I know so many um, places have adapted really well to the situation and I know like venues have offered like virtual tours and stuff like that I think you guys had a virtual service is that right Did yeah that? yeah so we've tried to do um virtual appointments during lockdown I say tried because we absolutely have done loads we've done um way more than I thought would happen I just wanted to put something out there because I think I mean I experienced it myself obviously I got engaged at Christmas so four days later it's national lockdown for three and a half months Mm. so it I didn't get the excitement like I was literally like oh I'm engaged yay for a week and then suddenly everyone was like oh lockdown like let's talk about that for a minute and you just kind of want your moment and I think that a lot of brides had had that they hadn't had the 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 time to be like really excited about anything or whatnot because it was I don't know just put on the back burner and so I think the idea of doing virtual appointments was just to keep everyone excited to keep everyone interested um and and just wanting to concentrate on something a bit lighter so we've we did a lot of, of virtual appointments which has been great to have a bit of an idea before anyone comes into store as to what they're looking for what their wedding's like um, and how it's going to work um, with what we have in store and we've thrown dresses on mannequins for people so they can see them in a non-Instagram sense and in real life which I think has been really useful um, but yeah I definitely think virtual appointments is something that's that's definitely going to benefit us as we go into in, into getting back to physical appointments because a lot of the brides that we've got in for the first couple of months we've we've met already and we've got a bit of backstory with which is always what you spend the first kind of 30 to 40 minutes of an appointment doing is we just end up chatting about what you want and what your wedding's like and we've kind of done that so then we've got like longer to look at dresses which mm-hmm. I think is is helpful I think that'll definitely add more enjoyment again because physically what can you do when you're at home well actually if us as suppliers think about how we can give them something then it's not just a bit of fun like you said you've got a head start now when they come in and you're already maybe got things prepared for them they have more of an idea Um, but it gives them that time to actually just have a bit of fun and yeah yeah it they'll probably enjoy it more as well because they feel a bit more chilled they know you and yeah yeah, I think it's a brilliant idea really good well thank you so much for coming on today Millie thank you for answering all of our questions it's been really interesting we've had a right laugh 
So yeah. we've got an ongoing segment that we do every week where we ask our guests, basically, if you had a first dance song, what was it? If you are going to have one, what will it be? Although you don't have to give away any secrets. <laughs> or if you would change it, what would you change it to? So we haven't picked ours yet. Um, we've got all that all that to come. We've definitely had some discussions though. I say discussions, we've talked about it a lot. Like we do have the chat all the time when everything comes on. We're like, oh, this is fun. We like this song. Could this be it? I think the one thing that's it's probably going to be is it's probably not going to be a traditional one. Um, I definitely think like um, my boyfriend's really into like old school Kanye and all that kind of stuff. So I can see it being something along those lines, maybe maybe a bit of Kanye um so I just think something that's super like classic to us which would be kind of our favorite music which is kind of more rap hip-hop that kind of stuff so I, I can see it being not the classic love song um but one that everyone can dance to I think it's always a bit bit weird to think of a first dance isn't it like everyone's staring at you and I know I've not done one yet so I can't imagine what it's going to be like um but I think it would just be feel like us at a party. I like that though, because it's sometimes awkward, like some, when they got a slow song and everyone's just watching. But then if everyone just gets involved, and I think yeah. we had one, and they had like a, a really dancey song, and the like whole dance floor was just like their their first dance lasted like two seconds because then everybody was. Yeah. Um, I feel like it was like Calvin Harris or something, but it was I'm really all cool. for the two second first dance, if I'm honest, because I can't Literally. imagine dancing in front of people. I know we aren't, I'm, I, I like dancing, and after a couple of drinks, I definitely think I'm Beyonce, but <laughs> I do think that he's not like that. Like, he's not a dancer, he's not like, oh, I can't wait to get up and dance and show everyone my dance. Yeah. So, I, I, I think it will be a, a a couple of seconds of being on our own on the dance floor and then just a good party and a laugh, yeah. I think, after that. <laughs> I like that. priorities right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> My favourite bit of a wedding is the dancing. <laughs> so um, lastly, before you go, um, where can our listeners find you online? This is your time to plug everything. Instagram. Okay. <laughs> We're on Instagram at the white closet so just our, our full name and the same on facebook and we've got our instagram our pinterest sorry so we've got the white closet pinterest and website is thewhitecloset.co.uk um and you can find us all there amazing i know i've looked at your pinterest it's really good for inspiration so if anyone's looking for inspo pinterest <laughs> and thank you i can't wait to see your 4k hd New reels on yeah. like super reels you'll just i'll come out yeah, your phone I'll, I'll be 3d <laughs> we can't, yeah all of the links to everyone's social medias and also our spotify playlist will be in the description if you want to check them out um and yeah thank you for listening thank you bye bye, bye. bye.